Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. He is an artist and comedian that you've seen on Comedy Central. You can catch him on The Greatest Pod, and his current YouTube channel is Reboot It. Always a pleasure to have him with us. Ladies and gentlemen, warm welcome for Mr. Ed Greer. Welcome, sir. Oh, dude, thank you so much for emphasizing Reboot It. Because uh, <laughs> a lot of people say Reboot reboot It, and then people think we're doing a show about computers or some shit. <laughs> and, uh, we're, we're trying to do reboots of movies. And uh, thank you for mentioning The Greatest Pod. Uh, we're really cooking with gas. This is our biggest month uh, this this year. So thank you so much for uh, introducing my works. I'm glad to be on yours. Absolutely. Uh, just quick tangent uh, on the reboot topic. Have you seen the uh, the new Ghostbusters? Uh, I have not seen the new Ghostbusters. I am scared of community spread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I am we're with you. Gonna go, but we'll probably wait till like mid afternoon, midweek. Yeah, do you know? Wait till the kids are back in school. Do a, a mid morning screening. I think uh, that's safe. It's funny. I I'm I still haven't been to the theater since things have reopened. Also, fear of community spread. And I uh, was talking to my fellow members of the tribe uh, who you know normally do Jewish Christmas, and uh, I was like, Yeah, we could just go to your house or my house and. <laughs> Just, you know, do some DVDs, uh, maybe even get the Chinese food delivered. You know, yeah, I think uh, that's all right. But, yeah, that's one reason, and I guess it'll it'll have to wait till next year. But uh, happy to be a member of SAG because I will be getting screeners. So, woohoo! Hooray oh, for nice. me, yeah. As long as your dues are paid up. That's, yeah, well, you know, got to be a responsible union member. That's what I do. I try anyway. And speaking of uh, responsible folks, uh, (laughs) at least amongst this crowd, she is a comedian, a writer, an actress, and a tracker. You know her from the movie Trivia Schmodown on YouTube. Always a pleasure to have her with us. A warm welcome, ladies and gentlemen, for Clee Wiggins. Welcome. Hello, everybody. I love it. Thank you. Yep, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, David. Right I on. Love it. Absolutely. Well, you know, and it's it's funny because I I think there are a lot of people who join us on the panel who who are cooks, but I think uh, you and I definitely share a little bit more of a, a passion for the for the culinary oh. arts. And we we will be talking Thanksgiving chow since that's. Well, in yeah, our and recent this past, year's Thanksgiving, I just gotta say, it's probably the best dinner I've ever made, completely solo, ever in my life. It was delicious. Nice. My mac and cheese was on point. My <laughs> greens were fucking slamming. How'd the you... turkey came out perfectly. All right, all right, we're talking about this now. How'd you do your greens? Um, I did it with a. I started out. I cooked some. I couldn't find a ham hock this year. So I just made some bacon and I cooked like some bacon I cut up and then I cooked the uh, onions in that and that and some in some bacon grease. I took the bacon out oh. and Ed ate the bacon. <laughs> um, and then I put a smoked turkey leg. I found this. I did find a smoked turkey leg, um, which I've only ever used once before. 
and I put that in there, and that was it was nice. Yeah, my sister. So, and then I cooked, and I only had three bunches because it was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. My sister did a for like two hours, and man, nice. Yeah, my sister did. Uh, I don't know where she got the recipe, but it was uh, it was greens uh, with sautéed onions and coconut milk. Okay. And I was, don't put any milk or anything like that in mine, but I have heard of people doing that. It was, I mean, it was good, but it, you know, it was kind of one of those things like, eh, it's not like the greens I'm used to, but. I like to cook mine like Southern style. If I can't find a ham hog, a smoked turkey leg is like always the backup plan, but then I always still supplement it with baked dinner. Oh, got to. I'm, I'm having a bit of a conundrum because uh, tomorrow is the first night of Hanukkah. And mm. I've I've never made <laughs> comes out loose. Thank you, uh, but I've never made latkes before. And, oh, they're pretty easy. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm not that worried about it. But having having a bit of conundrum because it's like, well, they're not really latkes if you cook them in bacon fat, are they? It's you know kind of <laughs> like really not kosher. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Be the blasphemous Jew. It's fine. I, it's, well, I'm thinking peanut oil <laughs> just because like, you know, French fries and peanut oil, very, very tasty. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And then, oil is expensive though. Yeah. But, but you know, it's uh first Hanukkah after lockdown. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's splurge a little, you know, let's go nuts. Yeah, a Definitely. friend of ours, her latkes are actually, she's not the best cook, but her latkes are actually pretty good. And I'm just like, this was surprising. I did not think they would come out good. <laughs> yeah, well, I think those were assisted. The the key, you know, and I say this having never made it before, but having done my research before diving in, just got to get those potatoes as dry as you can. Just you know, after you yeah. grate them, bring the out the moisture, and then managing your heat, making sure you're not frying them too hard. Yeah, that's the other thing is I've I like one Unless of the reasons I've there. never made them is I've never really deep fried. You know, or pan. Well, I mean, I'm pan fried, but not in. And latkes, I think you can get away with just pan frying. You don't have to necessarily deep fry them. Yeah, but you need, you know, you need a, a bit of oil. You need, you know, yeah. it's still close like, to I mean, an it's inch like oil pan in there. frying as in like pan frying fried chicken. Like, yeah, you still do it. It's a lot of oil, but it's less than deep frying. You don't have to like do all that if you don't really want to. Yeah, but that'll be fun, and we'll we'll report on the latkes next week towards the end of Hanukkah. Uh, but <laughs> but for now, let's continue with this week. Uh, and again, Cleet, thank you for being here. As always, we are also joined by comedian, scholar, and the Black Voice of Reason. It is always a pleasure to introduce Mister Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. And it's also good to have the folks who have turned my book into a sitcom, Clee and Ed. Thank you so much. Uh, letting them know I was asked by a family member, you mean this book I'm reading has already uh, been turned into a sitcom? I said, yes, it has. And the folks who did it, yes, I do know. And I said, oh, can I read it? No, you can't. <laughs> So it's time to do that, but do know that it is it has been done. Although yes. I gotta say, if you're looking to avoid political arguments with family over the holidays, uh, getting notes from them on something you've created is always <laughs> a great way to have an alternate fight. It's it's like when yeah. blockbusters closed. My first thought was like, well, at least couples can still fight at IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, they they want to because the minute I wrote, I finished the book, my brother's girlfriend decided uh, I need to question you about your book. Why is your brother in it? Uh, because he's my family member uh, and he's my brother, and it is about where I grew. Oh, really? Well, and just just start asking me all kinds of idiotic questions and whatnot. I was like, no, I'm good. You know, just say. Hey. No more, please. You know, and my sister's still <laughs> bugging me, saying, "You know, you never signed my book." I said, "You only want me to sign it because I signed James's girlfriend's book. That's why you want me to sign yours." <laughs> he said, "Well, oh. he calls her a silverback. He calls her, his girlfriend a silverback. You mean that wow. silverback that he's dating?" <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "And you're wondering why I don't want to be at Thanksgiving this year? I don't need to hear that all day, silverback." Mm. Oh, I mean, I didn't say God. nothing about I didn't say nothing about her guy she married, who was supposed to be going in doing the plumbing in your house, and the brothers ripping you off, robbing you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. explain that. Good old Linster. <laughs> you go in, and just, you know, you go in to do your plumbing, and next thing you know, all your silverware and diamonds are gone. Who was here? It was a brother. Be a brother. You're doing your doing the plumbing. Yeah, he was doing the plumbing all right. He was robbing your house. <laughs> Something about plumbers, I think, since Watergate, you know, it's uh, <laughs> some of them just embrace the image and go a little too far, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I know, you know, I know you were working on Thanksgiving because, as as you are fond of saying, crime doesn't take holidays. No, uh, no, Dave. We uh, we were not closed. <laughs> uh, we were actually, and but you know, I did have to share with a kid a Ed. Uh, 16-year-old kid decided he was going to give me advice on sex. I said, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet you ain't getting no pussy, are you? I said, uh, you definitely ain't getting none. You're locked up. Oh, I'm getting laid. I said, brother, you sitting with a sock and lotion. You ain't getting laid. You caught holding a sock and shooting it full of lotion getting laid. You know, I did let him know that his mother probably should have swallowed him. I said, that's what I did, and I left him alone. <laughs> give him something to think about yeah he was swallowed it took him a while when you get in your room you'll think about it yeah you'll understand <laughs> yeah I never it's wanted always... to get advice from a criminal well and it? yeah it's especially I think working in juvie it's not like you guys are locking up future members of Mensa you know you there, yeah. there, there are a couple here and there you, you told me about that the one kid the who was doing like computer coding and the, the other kid who yeah, wrote a screenplay yeah, yeah. but you know, for the most part, yeah. on average. Yeah, on average. Not- Anytime. I will say, though, those that throw up gang signs should be in the market for deaf sign language. They should be making a killing because they do <laughs> oh, it all yeah. the time. I told you this. At man, least a little side time. hustle doing signing at concerts. Just uh, 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 <laughs> Oh, this kid couldn't even, he couldn't even talk to you unless he was throwing his hands up. Like, yeah, cuz you don't get me, man. I said, bro, you're missing your calling, man. You can be making 80 grand a year doing the sign language all day. And, you know, but he didn't get it. At the very least, you know, shadow puppets. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lost art. It's a lost art. What can I say? I, I don't know. Well, me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. I am your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse. And we do have plenty to talk about this week. But first... A brief pause for a message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America. 
and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants, available in Omicron Variant everywhere soon and when you least expect it. Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peak. And it it truly is. I mean, maybe not so much here in Southern California, but it is getting colder around the country. People are going to be spending a lot more time indoors. We got holiday gatherings and we got a new variant that is, from what I read, 500 times more communicable than the original. And Delta, I think, is is 70 times more communicable than the original. So, yeah. oh boy. You know, Dave, I, I was reading the book Sapien. I've been uh, doing the Sapien and his other book, uh, Jewish Cat. Uh, you probably have all. We don't all know it. Hey, there's well, a black guy I went to school with. Do you know him? <laughs> yeah. I know you guys hang out together. They, you know, you all yeah, at our, you know, our cabal baby eating meetings. Yeah. But he uh, he went so I mean this guy went all the way back and he talked about the different viruses and and, and the, you know you know if you think back to I mean you go all the way back even to Cortez and everyone bringing from smallpox to whatever and as we were dealing with them we had to be able to create ways to combat them this bacteria and everything that was coming because they were you know. This stuff, I mean, even the fleas that were coming off of for, for that, that brought the Black Plague. And, you know, you had to find people to figure this out. And here we are with all this advanced science. And they're saying, you know what? Mm, too fast. I don't trust it. Mm, you know, but yet, I'm going to take horse paste instead. Yeah. Yeah. You'd rather. <laughs> I mean, and that we got these armchair doctors now. I mean, Aaron Rodgers went to Joe Rogan for advice. Like, hey, man, you went to Joe Rogan to talk about something that could kill you. He didn't go to a regular doctor. He no. went to Joe Rogan. Well, and, you know, what, what these people don't seem to understand, and we've talked about the whole, why are you hitting yourself mentality here, but the reason that, and granted, we haven't, As far as I know, as of this morning, we have no reported cases of the Omicron variant in America. 
but it is being detected in Asia, in Southern in Africa. South Africa. Um, South Africa. Yeah. And yeah, I read an interesting editorial where they were talking about how the the virology and other related studies are like world class top of the line in in South Africa because in the nations around there that you know there is a lot of disease and so they specialize in stamping it out well if you look at Europe period i mean that's what i'm saying if you go back even to the dark ages and how far we've come a lot of disease you know you know from europe on through i mean malaria was 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 stamped out because africans knew to keep everything spread out that's how you don't get but when it's condensed on top of each other then you have a chance of getting malaria because when south africans first came to you know, they were coming to Africa. They were dying of malaria, but they were looking at the Africans like, whoa, how come these guys aren't dying? And their their animals were also dying. Well, because they figured it out. And yes, no, there were no degrees. There were no doctors. There were no this hmm. and that. These people, the African people, figured out how to defeat this stuff. And so we've been doing this. And here we are, the most powerful country, supposedly, in the world, to have as much as we have. And yet we have people that say, oh, no, I'm not taking that. No, I don't want my kids to take it. No, it's too fast. It's too this. And then they get it. And then they said, can I get the shot? No, bro. Too late. Well, but the, I mean, the, the, I think the biggest part of the problem is that, you know, these ignoramuses who are fighting against mask mandates and fighting against vaccine mandates are incubating the virus and allowing it to mutate. You know, and, oh, you just want us to comply. No, I want you to stop being a Petri dish so, you know, this fucking well, disease goes away still... and doesn't make a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. All right, it's not a comeback. <laughs> I mean, a lot of those people, though, like, I, I, I'm, I am Facebook friends with one idiot anti-vaxxer. I'm sure you guys have seen him pay Randy. on my page. <laughs> and... He has told me repeatedly that he thinks it's the vaccinated people who are allowing the virus to mutate because we're still we can still be hosts. And therefore, because the virus can't get us, it mutates in vaccinated people. I'm like, that's not how science works. But OK. <laughs> <laughs> well, but OK, can I can I weigh in here? This it makes me really fucking sick. That she spent so much time arguing with that person or any of these losers because <laughs> But I, 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 yeah, I get that. <laughs> I got it. I get it. I don't respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I got all the we'll parameters of it, but I don't it. respect it. And I think it's like it's like a uh, uh, Jay Z adapted a line that we've always said in the hood about like a uh, you know you uh, a wise man doesn't argue with fools because from a distance people can't tell who is who. Right? You sound like when you're dragging yourself down, you're like the Lakers. You're playing down to the level of your competition right now, and you're below 500. Like, I mean, you're, 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 you're batting 99% by arguing against somebody who is like basically a medieval surf instead of <laughs> science knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, well, these are the same only people. just Randy and not anybody else. I've Most of them have blocked me. I blocked a few. Like, I have 12, 13 people on my block list. You know, and when a hardcore anti-vaxxer came at me just a week ago, I blocked her almost immediately. You know, I've known her for 20 years 
but she came in fucking hot. And I was like, you know what? Nope. You were going to disturb hey, my That's seat. like they call Neil deGrasse Tyson I, a sellout. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. You mean because the brother understands astronomy and, and space and he's dropping knowledge? He's a sellout? Yeah, he's a sellout. Well, it's, you know, I don't think he's it's like, that out because every once in a while he speaks on topics in which he does not have expertise. I'm just like, not you, Neil deGrasse. Just be quiet right now. But most <laughs> I mean, of the time he's talking about what he knows about and he's right. not wrong. But right. like, I just keep this person around because they amuse me. Everybody else can go away. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, it's like talking to a flat earther, dude. You're not going to win that because, you know, when the guy told mm-hmm. me that the reason why I said, but dude, I sat on the back of an ocean liner and uh, we didn't go off the edge. He said, that's because the missiles that were pointed at you, they saw them in the distance that pointed you to turn the ship around and bring you back. Turn the ship around. (laughs) I thought, I said, shit, man, I didn't see that. You know, you can't. You can't win with that, bro. Yeah, man. Next next time you work the cruise ships, bring binoculars. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I mean, you're breathing the same air as me, and you're. This is what you're coming up with. You're a citizen just like me. I mean, I do. I'm telling you, man. I am. I guess you're the black voice of reason. Please, the black voice. Period. And I seem to be the the voice of like some sort of weird midwestern republicanism or libertarianism or something. Because I just really wish, or fascism, frankly. Because I wish people that stupid couldn't be citizens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm well, Starship it, it, Troopers. You're too stupid to be a fucking citizen like me, man. You don't get certain protections. <laughs> you know. But I know that's fascist, and I'm just being funny. But, but you know what I'm it, saying? It's like, what the fuck? Take my quote that I share with everybody. Freedom is not it for everybody. My sister hates me when I say it. I said, look, no, because that means you're free to be an idiot. And I can't stop you from being an idiot. And we, there's a factory that's breeding these people every day. If I knew where it was, I'd blow it up. But I can't find it. And this keeps coming out. We can't get rid of them. You know, and you don't have to be, you know, it's, it's like, a, like I said, like a 16-year-old giving me advice on sex and life. When just six years ago you were ten, what do you know? But you're <laughs> well, saying right. that you know a lot. Well, my my society, it would it would have to be you'd have to have appropriate chance in my society. The taxes would go towards giving everybody an appropriate chance to be educated. But if you're sitting around forty years old and you're still a dumbass, that is willful, and the cop robots will come break your legs and arms and throw you in a box somewhere. Because I'm done with it. I'm done with <laughs> it, dude. I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> As David said at the top of the show, I'm a Trekkie, and we are 26 years past the eugenics wars and the Bell Riots. And I am super mad about that, that we are not where we're supposed to be right now. Because right now, we should be either in World War III, depending on which canon you follow, which we might be. I don't know. We're getting there. (laughs) Yeah, we might be getting there. Or we should be trying to get to fucking space. And we're not doing either of those things, and I'm annoyed. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, what do you mean we're not trying to get to space? I mean, granted, these billionaire tourist things, that's that's all bullshit. But the whole, like, trying to get to Mars. I mean, dick rockets in space notwithstanding, we should be trying to make it a little bit more accessible. Well, like, as society. Like, as a society, (laughs) we are not going to space. So rich people are going to space to get away from us. But you know what, though? Honestly, I... It, it sounds really bad when you put it that way, you know, oh yeah, but look at what's happening in the Republican Party right now 
where it is it is fracturing between the the Trump faction and the ever shrinking as I like to call them finger quotes responsible Republicans still idiots but you know they're not mm-hmm. batshit the crazy Nazis uh, yeah you know the the Adam Kinsingers the the Liz Cheneys they're still like our opponents politically. But they do recognize the commonality that we're all Americans and we each silently think to ourselves how much nicer it would be if the other ones weren't there, but we're not crazy enough to do something about that. (laughs) And therein lies the difference. So you're seeing like all this infighting in the Republican Party, Marjorie Taylor Greene this year uh, issued her, her list of demands to uh, Kevin McCarthy if he wants her vote for him to become speaker if, God forbid, when the uh, Republicans retake control of the House. And I I do have to say I was fairly impressed that I will hold my breath until my face turns blue and the House turns blue was not one of her demands. But one of the things she was complaining about is that Kevin McCarthy isn't holding Republicans accountable for their misdeeds. And any rational person who reads that would think, oh, like you and Lauren Boebert and and Louis Gohmert and Paul Gosar. But no, the Republicans she wants him to hold accountable are the ones who are voting with Democrats to bring more help to the American people that they're yeah. actually doing their job instead of focusing on the tribalism. Mm-hmm. And well, so Taylor green is an idiot. Oh, she's and a so is Lauren Borbert. Like, I don't understand how people could identify with, like I, oh, I, I can. get it. And then sometimes <laughs> I don't get it at all. Well, the thing is it's, you know, because we do, we are blessed to live in our bubble of Los Angeles. And so outside of the TV news, the most exposure we have to idiot Republicans is at open mics and weird trips to orange County. Um, but you know, I mean, I do think back on, you know, my time living in Missouri and you know, it's, I, you you know, made it. Yeah, well, I made it out, you know. But the the relevance to the space thing is if you think like if they if and when they do set up the Mars colony and you get a bunch of fucking Veruca salts up there, it is it is going to go lord of the flies so quickly and I think just speaking, you know, from the common man perspective, Yes, space exploration is great, but right now it seems like the biggest benefit of advancing our space program is getting all the billionaires off planet so they can destroy each other somewhere far away from us. Yeah. And I support well, you that. Know, you, know, you know, Dave, uh, they used to, when, and, and when you talked about tribalism, you know, in our early years of the medieval times, if... If you weren't able, if you were mentally challenged or if you were too old, they would just shoot you. Yeah, and now they put you in Congress. Yeah, they just put you someplace. (laughs) Now we're embracing them and bringing them in. I mean, because remember, Marjorie Taylor Greene was created through the Tea Party. That's when they started. The Matt Gates and all these guys, the cyclism was coming with building, and it came through the Tea Party, and this is what you have now. 
And now you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Now Republicans are like, look, you guys are not even making sense. At least we used to be able to get along with the Democrats. Yeah, you know, I'd be you know, I, saying no, not to just, not to, you know, get too nitpicky. Uh, but I, I think using uh, that phrase is in in this context, harmful to both genies and bottles. So maybe horse paste back in the tube. Uh, well, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, I'm not, look, I believe no, 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 no. I, I agree with everything you're saying. A, but let's Cheney is a, you know, she's her father was the Darth Vader. OK, Liz Cheney's father is the most ruthless son bitch ever. We're not giving her a pat on the back. No, she's again, she also aspires to take over the the empire, but right. she would be but a much more benevolent is, dictator than everyone else. Yeah, who's, because they don't want an idiot like Trump. But see, the thing is, she's like Jesus. I mean, if it was that easy, but she's like, look, you guys got to have something. We just can't let all the crazies in, and they're and she's they went too far, and now they're fucked. Now they're arguing amongst each other. Democrats are sitting back because, you know, if Trump and people have said that if Trump would have got a second term, that World War Three you were looking for, you were going to get it. Yeah, you were going to get it. Yeah. With it was the, coming double time. Going, going back to the virus and a lot of the news reports are focused on South Africa. And if mm. Trump were president now. If we were still able to do this show, I think you guys would all be in an internment camp somewhere because, oh, Africa, and well, we can't be too careful, so just round them all up. It would be it would be no different than what uh, when they carved up Africa, you know, you know that what when uh, King Leopold and the boys in Germany and France and Britain, everybody, you know, they just carved up a spot for themselves: Spain, Portugal. And they said, hey, no one's here to, to stop us. There's no claim on it. We just come here and we claim this. And they go, and that's what they were going to do. They were going to carve up America in a way that worse than what we saw here. You know, I mean, that's why we had to have people to stop them from taking Yellowstone Park. If not, Yellowstone would be condos right now. We have to find a way to stop the <laughs> Abandoned stop army the base that then turned into condos. Yes. <laughs> like right, Alameda. Right. Well, if you look at, uh, well, uh, Larry Air Force Base in Denver, Colorado has three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars homes on it right now. They That's like Treasure exactly. Island in San Francisco. They built a bunch of condos on it. You should be an army yeah. base. They built right. a bunch of condos I mean, on it. And now those condos were built so shoddily that they're crumbling. And it's basically housing for the poor because they put yeah. poor people in shitty housing. Wow. Whereas, As like, fact, and then our right. other army base, Presidio. Yeah. Lucas well, bought it. And now and, uh, it looks beautiful because it's, it's basically part of Skywalker Ranch. Oh no what shit! Is, what is the what is the town in? Um, uh, is it Richmond? Richmond, where they um, Richmond has a history where they built the first project. Well, the, they were turning military bases, like you said, into mm. projects. And the once they built the suburbs, the whites were able to go to the suburbs, and the black people had to stay where they were building the bombs and everything, and all the military crap. Uh, and they were, I think they're probably still there today. That was the part of the history of Northern California that people, uh, don't really know about has come out, uh, recently about, uh, has a horrible history, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's built like the hill that it's built on. is not stable. Like it's crumbling from the, beneath. so it's like the hill gets lower every year. It makes no sense. They didn't want, and that's where, you know, blacks were getting all the jobs on the army bases and they didn't like that. So they were also suppressing them to a certain area. 
you mm-hmm. know, uh, when they were uh, to, to keep them uh, in a certain spot as they built the suburbs and did not allow them. What I don't know what city those suburbs were built in, but the blacks had to stay where they were and whites were able to tr- make that transference into those suburbs. And, you know, so a lot of history up there. You're talking about military installations and stuff and things being changed over. It's it's yeah. it's all just very cyclical, you know, and then it gets built up uh, by the folks who are living there, and then the white people say, "Well, that's that's too nice for them to have. We got to move in there." And gentrification happens, and then people get bored and move elsewhere, and rinse, yeah. ra- lather, repeat. Um, <laughs> it's just how it goes. Speaking of the passage of time, it is the forty eighth saturday of the year and being the 27th of november that also means it's small business saturday national craft jerky day and national bavarian cream pie day so get your craft jerky which you could make from uh from a spacecraft uh from from a, a seafaring craft uh, really any craft uh you can make jerky out of just throw it in the dehydrator bada bing tasty and Bavarian cream pie. Either way, buy them from a from a small local business. You know, fuck Amazon at least for a day. Uh, you know, should, it, it's it's the tiny gestures. You know that potentially add up. You never know. Uh, we are three hundred and five days into the Biden administration, and as of today, we've got Timberney. 777,090 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 48,144,799 confirmed cases with about 231.4 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 196.2 million of them, including the four of us who are fully vaccinated. So hooray for us. And there's a, there's a new variant well, just in time actually, for the holidays. Uh, I was uh, immunized. Oh, uh, you know. well, yeah. 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 So, so you won't, you won't be, uh, you won't be playing for the Packers uh, for the next week either. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's why it isn't my gross <laughs> body. <laughs> it's the fact that, uh, no, but re- realistically, uh, it is funny how um, I- I'm just I haven't really talked that much about the whole the whole Corona jazz because it just really makes me depressed. And it really, you know, it just ruins my faith in like humanity and all that kind of jazz. But I must say that this so-called barrier to entry of, uh, you know, the Republicans are trying to briefly make that thing of like, well, you know, the most people that aren't uh, vaccinated are like black people and poor people and other scrubs that I hate. Because they can't even, you know, arrange to have these vaccines thrown in their bodies and stuff because this is new segregation. So you see, actually, it's racist. They try to flip and bounce that bullshit because they think people are simple minded. But realistically, I'm sorry, me and Clee are black as hell and have black communication networks. And we're not some gumbles or whatever who would who would know the fifth, the very first, the, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't know the first of anything. We're, we're on the fourth generation of knowledge about a lot of this stuff. And we we're still able to very simply get the vaccine. So it's just like I, I just that that part of it I hated the politics of that because it was really you know cynical. Yeah. Well, and I think well, in in any like group of a population, 
you know, there are going to be stupid people. And unfortunately for us, what with the internet and social media and the mass media, generally the dumber and louder you are, the more people you're able to get your message to, even though it's stupid. It's, it's like people who blast Bon Jovi in their cars. It's like, dude, (laughs) making it louder is not going to make it better. It's, it's, it's just not good. And now it's not good and really loud. Well, my, my nephew ended up with, he got it right. Bon Jovi. And my sister says she's going to fly to, she got, he got COVID. Yeah. And I said, dude, why didn't you go get the vaccine? Well, you know, man, I'm healthy, bro. And I just, you know, unk, I didn't see. And my girl, you know, she's diabetic, but she wasn't going to get it. And I said, she's the main yeah, one should have. She should have been it. like, she's first in line. Like people with diabetes, they could jump everybody. Right. I'm sitting there talking to them. And then when he gets, I said, he said, unk, are you uh, vaccinated? I said, bro, I got the booster. I said, all your family. I said, what are you, stupid? We, I mean, you know, I said, mm. well, you know, I didn't think black people were getting it. Oh, because so black, because a black man told you not to get it. You would. And, and mind you, he works at 7-Eleven, which is a pastry dish for the homeless and anybody else coming in. And he's a bouncer. Okay. That's so, both essential worker jobs. Like, right. what the fuck I is said, he talking about? I said, you might as well just went on and just dipped your your whole body into the virus, okay? You yeah. just, you know, you have to say, man, just, just bathe in the shit. You're soaking you know, in it. The, yeah, and you're going to sit and question it, you know? And I, well, I, you know, I went to the hospitals and they wouldn't. I said, yes, but you know why? But now, you're, now you have to be, you know, uh, you have to go into quarantine. Yeah, not- I told him I had it. You know, I told him I had, I, I said, I had to be quarantined for 11 days before I got, you know, um, Got the shot. Not yeah. not getting vaccinated because you're not sick is like not getting insurance because your car isn't currently involved in an accident. It, yeah. You know, it's it's like no, you know, this is. Uh, I I, yeah, I yeah, realize, yeah, especially with our audience, that like we're we're preaching to the choir here, but it you know it just bears repeating that the reason this keeps going on is because so many idiots are fighting for the virus. It, it mm-hmm. you know, it's, it. So, so why did they, why did they say, well, you know, it's not like I'm against vaccines. Then what? Then because the they want to, you know, they want to be able to rationalize it. It's, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, I, I I know I I normally don't sleep with other women when I'm in a relationship with you, baby. But <laughs> you know, an opportunity normally doesn't pre- present itself. So it it's it's ridiculous. It sounds like logic if you don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. No. But and, it, but mean, it's it's round and round. I mean, yeah. I don't care with a drink, without a drink. And it just makes you, if you're talking to these people, you say to yourself, I need some tequila. Tequila works when you talk to idiots because <laughs> it really helps you to deal with shit. Because then you can just, you know, what comes out of your mouth, you just blame it on the tequila. You just, especially when you're cussing them out. I feel better. No, it works for me. I am, I am, yeah, I rarely use the word blessed. Uh, yeah. But I, I do feel that uh, does have some sort of, explanation for the the way i feel about living in a state where where recreational and medical marijuana is legal it's Mm. it 
just makes things more tolerable and things and people and uh it's it's therapeutic it's it's nice i i love well, when well, you know I'm someone who you good. can smell the booze coming off their breath is like well you're a stoner it's like mm-hmm. I, will have to, I will say though they will when they when you say okay i'm gonna let you have that you know let me have it yeah i'm just, dude i don't want to talk about it like it was saying <laughs> i don't want to have that discussion they're shocked it's like no 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 need to explain do what you do i don't need to talk about it if that's your thought walk away works they still they're still trying to talk to you and you're like no 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 because that voice in my head has told me shut up <laughs> or if you can get you some bows ignorant blockers as i call <laughs> put them on it blocks out the bullshit i'm good you know, and, and we keep, I, we keep step. I, I think you do need the uh, the noise canceling headphones because it's not to not to go off on a get off my lawn kind of tirade, but there used to be a certain amount of civility in this world where people understood headphones in means don't fucking talk to me. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's like the guy who tried to explain the uh, what's the what's the guys uh, the three white cats they were shooting uh, Arbery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he tried to explain to me, you know, how they shouldn't go to jail because of defending and and so straight to the gallows. Yeah, and the fact that the lawyer said that his toes were black. You see, see, Ty and I said, I said, well, you know, the fact that you're taking the lawyer's thought process. Yeah, he had black toes. So that mean? I said, so how does she know he had black toes if he had shoes on? Mm-hmm. How you know that his you know his toes are black? He's black, but see, and but he's jogging. Well, he was a threat. Threat to who? Well, what, it's not normal for black people to jog. We did have Jesse Owens, and we are the fastest <laughs> people in the fucking world. You know, so I mean, you know, jogging is in us. You know, but Dave, you know, it's that extra bone and exactly. Scares yep. And the homeowners of that home have said nothing significant came up missing. Don't put us in the middle of this. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. You know, I, I think you look at yeah, this. Um, like we're fine with him having walked through our wide open, just a frame ass house. It's, that is fine. I, I think. And you can, you can take this like as far as you want to the whole cancel culture thing. It's like, yeah, it's good to have someone else's back. But you look at the guys who shot Ahmed Arbery because he might have been stealing from someone's house. We don't know. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, who went to uh, Kenosha to to protect businesses. I mean, it's all bullshit. A, a lot of the woke-ass bullshit fights on social media, it's because people are sticking their nose into other people's business and I'm standing up for you. It's like, no, you're not. You're just looking for an excuse to be a dick and you're putting it on me. Nobody asked you to come here. Like And like in there, people who are saying, well... Kyle Rittenhouse had ties to Kenosha. His grandparents or some family members lived there, and he had family members who had businesses there. I'm like, yeah, but not on that side of town, not over I, there, and it wasn't going to spread. And he had still had he was a minor, and his mother drove him there. She should have been on trial, and he had no business being there. I, I still go back to it's working. That, that pro- verdict still annoys me, but I knew I saw that verdict coming. Oh yeah, away. I was actually yeah. more. To be honest, like, and I think I even put put this on social media more 
inclined to believe that the Ahmad Aubrey people would get convicted over Kyle Rittenhouse. There was he was just too much of a poster boy. To I'm like I just knew I could just tell. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, I I could tell was also that's more up in the air. That might go the right way. Right. Well, I I said working in for me working in probation for over thirty years. I and working with gangbangers and everybody. Where does this white? I mean, the fact that a a seventeen year old can walk down the street with an AR fifteen strapped to his body, and no one do anything. I said, dude. Anytime a teenager has a gun, unless he's hunting <laughs> with his father, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Something well, it's bad, it's already indicating that there is there is a problem already. Yeah. People. Yeah. That that when I, when they said that to me, I, I said, you, you, "What seventeen year old? You know, every seventeen year old that showed up at a high school, somebody got shot." Yeah, but I also feel to- like every black person I know knew that the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict would come down not guilty. Every yeah. black person I've ever Talk to about it. I said it'll come down not guilty. Why? Well, especially when you heard the judge. Yeah, and then that the judge, judge. The second you heard the judge talk, you're like, oh, okay, he's gonna give, he's gonna direct the jury in such a way that they'll have almost no choice. Right. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. Especially you know you heard the his his ringtone on his phone. Right. It was a Trump ringtone. It was a oh. Trump ringtone. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay, this guy is good. It's like that's in Wisconsin. Meanwhile, down in Georgia, right? the fucking judge there was like, uh, you're not going to come out here talking this bullshit to me. And in like the best way, did not like his, his bias was not implicit or explicit in any way. Mm-hmm. In any way. Right. And also, that prosecutor was way better. She was better. Oh, she walked him all the way through. Because my, yeah, my sister's a, a former lawyer, and she's she said, Timon, they walked right into her trap. She walked him right on down. <laughs> I mean, it's like, was he a threat to you? Well, no, he wasn't a threat. Did he have a gun? No, he didn't have a gun. Was he leaving and getting away from you? Yeah, he was going away from me. Did you feel threatened? And he said, no, I didn't feel threatened. So why the fuck did you shoot him? When she got through asking him all those questions, she asked, him, "Why'd you shoot him?" Now, that prosecutor in Georgia was way better than the prosecutor in Wisconsin. Oh, but I think the judge in in Georgia was also way better than the judge in Wisconsin. Talking yeah. about that, like the judge in Georgia did not show his imbi- any kind of bias, either explicitly or implicitly. Whereas that judge in Wisconsin, that implicit bias was wide the fuck open. Yeah, it's. I, well, I, I, like the, so much so that the jury almost had no choice but to acquit. Whereas the judge in Georgia was just like, this is up to y'all. I'm just here to make sure that everybody stays on their P's and Q's. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even, he was even bothered by the jury. Mm-hmm. Or uh, the guy in Georgia, the judge in Georgia, was, uh, judge in Georgia was bothered by the jury. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, the defense. Yeah, he was bothered by the jury. The, the defense. Well, the jury bothered him, yeah. The defense attorneys in the uh, Arbery case, you know, with trying to incite racial violence by just going full on Klan member with his his complaints about black pastors and oh yeah, you know, well, well the black toes. The fact that she said that his toes, his toenails were black, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, and when was the last time you were, did you did you see him before he put his shoes on? Or, you know, 
and then after that you shot him or they shot him and then checked his feet what is that you know, <laughs> you know. yeah we well you know don't people. don't shoot until you see the black of their toenails i think is uh... <laughs> and you know we should have stopped if someone had posted on facebook a while back if we'd have stopped this zimmerman shit they'd have stopped it with back with trayvon Mm-hmm. This would have stopped a lot of that stuff, but they didn't. I mean, you know, I mean, Zimmerman is going around doing speeches now. See, but there, there you go. This is this must be why you are the black voice of reason. It's that that reason, and you're you're speaking like someone you know who's reasonable. Going back to what I was saying earlier about you know Marjorie Taylor Greene's list of complaints, it's kind of like when the Roberts Court decimated the the Voting Rights Act. And well, I think these mm-hmm. states in the South have learned their lesson. You know, and and it's yeah, we're going to be fine. And as soon as that ruling came down, states started doing whatever they could to keep black people from voting. And it's the same kind of thing. It, it, the wrong message was taken from George Zimmerman getting off while shooting yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trayvon Martin. It's like rational, sane people thought. And we've heard this a lot with the Arbery case, you know, when when the defense was arguing that the the old slave era uh, citizens arrest laws were relevant to this. And people were saying, well, if if that's the law, then the laws need to be changed. That's what rational people think. And then there are Republicans and gun nuts who, who say, oh, well, yeah, you're right. We have to change the laws so that. Every state can have ridiculous stand your ground laws that, you know, make it okay for folks to shoot black people unarmed. But see, if black people start having, I mean, then, but again, then again, okay, you say you want to, to have this law. Well, if you start advertising for black folks to be armed, then mm-hmm. this is where your problem is. You're going to set something off because you don't want to do this because there are some black groups that are sitting right in Georgia. They're like, you can call them black militias or whatever you want to call them. These brothers are armed to the teeth sisters too. You do not want to start something like this. This, you don't want no Nat Turner's out there because there are, they're going to say, Oh, well, I felt threatened and I had to shoot his white ass or, you know, or then what's going to happen if they see a brother with, you know, being like Rittenhouse, a young 17 year old, Say he's in Wenosha, Wisconsin. Got an AR-15 wrapped around his shoulder. And he's walking down the street. I guarantee you they will lock his ass up immediately. They're going to question him, hold him. Let's see some license, blah, blah, blah. He's done. It is not going to work. They're setting themselves up for something that they really don't want. And if it happens, it's a matter of time. It'll be more than a brother just driving through a parade killing people, which he was stupid to do that, you know, but there's to be in jail. Like his whole rap sheet is just a bunch of fucking one felony after the other. There's no reason why he should have even been out. Well, he ran over his girlfriend. That should have told you something. He was like, <laughs> damn, he got he hit her. And he was yeah, and then he decided, Well, you know, hopefully he can get Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyers. And I mean, I I am not justifying or approving of what he did, but the way the legal system in Wisconsin seems to be working these days, I would love to see him claim self-defense. Well, he's going to, well, the fact he's going to say not guilty when he goes to trial, Uh he's going to say not guilty. Oh, really? Okay. Self-defense though. He's got it. You know, it's like, I want. And that's, and that's also the difference though, between Democrats and Republicans, because Republicans rallied behind Kyle Rittenhouse 
They did not condemn him in any way whatsoever. Meanwhile, Democrats over here are talking about, yeah, we agree with y'all. He's a piece of shit. He needs to go to jail. His record is a mile fucking long. He has a history of violence. So he's a shitbird. Go to jail. <laughs> Bye. Mm-hmm. But Demo- but if he were a Republican guy, if this had happened at a protest instead of a Christmas parade, it would be a totally different story. Republicans mm. would be fucking lauding this guy as a hero. Yeah. But so let me ask you a question since, uh, since you bring that up. $26 million judgment against the organizers of the Unite the Right rally, mm-hmm. which symbolically fantastic uh are, are they ever going to come up with the money no, of course not I, but, I think, that's a, yeah. but that's the case for actually for most civil trials from what i've read is that most of the time people actually are ever awarded the judgment that they right win yeah no i yeah well, i mean i mean think about it the guy they didn't give the dude restitution who they locked up for 43 years no yeah. but you know yeah, through gofundmes go and shit he did like there was a million dollars raised and i think he you know if he gets a good lawyer he could sue the that. state he should have gotten money for them locking him up absolutely but missouri but well, missouri doesn't believe in that. well and that's well especially the governor of missouri and that i think <laughs> is is and and not being a lawyer, this is this is just armchair, you know. Hey, gotcha. could be interesting, but I would think that he could have a case against the governor of Missouri for wrongful imprisonment because after the prosecutors, after everyone said he is innocent, and even even the prosecutors, like I said, and the governor was still like, nah. I don't think so. We're, you know, we got bigger fish to fry. We, you know, we have to plan a parade for these gun nut Republican lawyers, uh, in, in St. Louis who are pointing guns at, at unarmed protesters. So I would think, you know, even Missouri law being what it is, I would think he could potentially make a case for a civil judgment against the governor. Mm-hmm. Even when, yeah. but like, like you know, but like we said, like the actual judgments, whatever amount is actually awarded, very rarely actually gets to defendants or to uh, plaintiffs in those cases. Civil cases, yeah. most of the time, they don't see anything, or they see they see a fraction of what they were awarded. Yeah, not- either lawyers take it, the courts take mm-hmm. it, or those people just be like. This is all I can pay for right now, but I promise I'll get it to you. And then they never get it to them. Yeah. I don't want to jump Maybe on. If you go up against a, a big corporation, you might get it. But even then, like a lot of times those are class action, which you then have to split with a hundred plus people. Yeah. I, I just uh, recently got, I think a dollar 15 uh, for, for a class action settlement against bank of America for repeated, you know, like repeatedly, Charging people thirty five dollar overdraft fees, and it's yeah, the most I ever got. It's like ooh, dollar fifteen. I've been, you know, part in because I worked in the restaurant industry for so long. There's a lot of class action suits that happen there. <laughs> those restaurant owners, a lot of times, especially if you work for corporate places, yeah, take advantage of a lot of people. And one of the biggest ones out there at the time, I worked for. I won't say it on the podcast, but. I got $10,000 from them. Wow. But only because my case was particularly egregious and I quit in a blaze of glory 
and faxed all the evidence to corporate, which they then had to release in discovery. Nice. So I was awarded a lot of money, like a relatively amount of money, but $10,000 is actually not the amount of money I lost. I lost probably triple that yeah. in, in wages in because I, because of the way I quit because of uh, managers skimming tips, all kinds of things that happened because I worked overtime without tips because I was in the back doing side work right? And, you know, and that type of thing. So it's still, and I, and this is against look, at that time was a billion dollar corporation. It's still a multi-million dollar corporation. Well, so, I mean, I, you know, if I went to try on my own, if I had a one, my judgment would have been three to four times that. Yeah. I, I was, starting to say earlier i don't want, i don't want to jump on ed's fascist train but i i do think you know when you when you hear about stuff like this it does make a case for for debtor prisons you know and i mean very specific like for for people who are unwilling slash unable to pay judgments that are found to be right um, you know, not, uh, you know, he can't pay his electric bill, throw him in the hooskow. Not saying that. Uh, you know, this is, this is, this is the problem with liberal fascism is like, we're, we're so specific. It's like, okay, well, yeah, these people should be, you know, it's all about the details. Um, but one of my questions is when something like this happens, when you do get a $26 million judgment against people who are horrible, and obviously cannot pay $26 million. Isn't that just kind of a, like, Hey, look, see, we're doing something, you know, to, to yeah. the left. It, it just, it feels. It doesn't because I've also read that a lot of times, but those types of, types of organizations will end up dismantling that organization because they'll have to go into bankruptcy. Um, if they're not a separate organization, if it's an individual, they'll, it'll be, it'll, hold over them for the rest of their lives um yeah so but see do, that though that's part of the problem and it's also like it's it's moderately punitive like but i mean that's sort of what civil court is it's always moderately punitive i mean even but, if unite the right had 26 million dollars right that would mean they had 100 million and 26 million dollars it would hurt them but it's not going to destroy them but i think you know the mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it just, it seems like something I, you know, and again, not to go on the fascist train, but you know, let's go princess bride to the pain. You know, it's like, I, you know, well, Richard, see, Richard Spencer. I, I really do think rich people have headed you off at the pass because realistically, bro, if you tried to prove that Bill Gates had a hundred thousand dollars, you couldn't do it. He'd figure out some way. To have uh, it all, all in these different places, and it's, it's actually all tied up. If you kidnap Bill Gates' son in real life, yes, he'd give you five billion dollars. But so with corporate machinations, machinations and whatnot, like if you needed some money from him like that, there's no way he could get it to you. Yeah, he doesn't and, have liquid. That's what their job is: is to is to obfuscate the funds. So that, I think that's where the, the 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 fascism breaks down. Trust me, fascism is strong. You must believe in it. <laughs> But it, it just wouldn't it wouldn't work in this case because of all the money machinations. Like shit, Godfather ain't made a profit yet. 
Jaws ain't made a profit yet. Yeah. You know I mean? But if you look at, you know, look at Detroit when they finally did the water deal of all the from the bad water. What did they get? Eight hundred million or something. The people, the civil mm-hmm. lawsuit came. You, to nah, you know how many know bottles of Dasani that that'll buy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they're going to, to figure that out uh, with, you know, having uh, what to do with you know how you how do you divvy up the money and how many lives have they ruined over all those years and all you got i mean that's i mean to me it's way more than 836 million and the governor didn't go to jail which he should have because he's the one that you know that told them to, to get, get where to get the water from he's the one that made it decision. they told him ahead of time what he yeah. should have done but I think and, you know, uh, he said, "Screw it." Going back to Clee, what you were saying about like you know that that stigma will be on them for the rest of their lives. That would that would matter if these people had an ounce of remorse, you know. But they don't, and they they still think that you know I'm getting screwed. There, it's that bullshit right wing like victim the, like mentality. They feel guilty? Nope, they don't ever feel guilty. Those people never feel like they did anything wrong, Jews or that if they did anything. Us. Or that they did anything wrong, that they did it for the greater good in some kind of way. Right. They feel like they're 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 Thanos in their own mind. They're they're victims and their actions are justified. Yeah. But I'm talking about the stigma of if anybody who digs into their background and knows who they are, or anybody who, you know, tries to do business with them again. And, you know, and obviously anybody who does their due diligence knows who they are. You know, they're the Lulu row of the yeah, but all you gotta do, oh man, but dude, I I, I don't want to differ with you, babe. But I'm just saying, everybody is a mouth liberal, and I know that might be cut out of context. Everybody's a mouth liberal. You you ask the average person on the street, I don't give a damn. If they got Trump stickers on that thing. Ask them a series of questions, they they act like they're liberal. When you get in private and your soul and you're voting on stuff, and you're thinking about stuff, and you're telling your children how to act around certain people, that's when people show their true colors. And I'm sorry. If you got castigated by the so-called woke mob, all you'd have to do is hang in that horseshoe at the bottom of the country, and you'd be literally fine. I ain't talking about the South as being more racist. I'm talking about the concentration of people who do not give a fuck that you screwed over some Negroes or you shot somebody that was a looter or whatever. Kick it in that horseshoe at the bottom of the country. I'm including I'm including Orange County in that. I'm including Kentucky. I'm including Texas. All of Texas, including Austin. I'm including that whole horseshoe of activity. You could be there and be fine. You could go to Missouri and be fine. You could go to Kansas and be fine. There I'm is not even no talking way. about those people. I'm not, I'm, not talking about, like, people? I'm not even talking about math liberals because I do agree with you that those types of people exist. They pretend that they're one thing in public and they're actually a different thing in private. I think both types of people exist. I think there are some people who pretend that they're fucking Republican in private or in public and are actually liberal in private, but they make more money the other way. But my point is, is that when it comes to actually doing business, if those people want to rebuild who they are, that's when that type of thing can come back to bite a person. I'm not talking about like fucking renting an apartment or buying a house or setting up a small business. I'm talking about if they want to relive their lives the way that they did prior to some sort of civil judgment in which they were found liable for some egregious bullshit bigoted or racist thing is different than just going on and live all those people go on and live their lives like perfectly rational normal people 
But when they want to rebuild their lives, it's not as easy as they might have once had found it. Now, sometimes people get lucky and we hear about those people all the time. But what we don't hear about, what you can fucking Google, is those people who fucking find out that not everybody wants to fuck with them now that they've been found liable in some bullshit. It's one of the reasons why restaurants sometimes don't survive those types of things. And it's not just because that their margins are small. It's because nobody wants to fuck with somebody who fucked over a bunch of little people for no reason at all. These are the same people talking about, uh, you know, that we're taking their freedom. Are these the same folks who are complaining? Because that, that's what always gets me at. I'm, I'm, and, and Clee, I, I'm mm. sitting here saying, how are you, you know, you keep saying that, oh, uh, you're complaining about uh, whether it be vaccines, you're complaining about, you know, um, you know, they're turning, they're, they're coming to get our guns or whatever. You, you're talking about they're taking our freedoms. They do. You had nothing but freedom. You are a privileged prick. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's amazing when white folks will call out their own people and say, dude, you are privileged. You are you've been getting shit all your life. And yet you talk about somebody taking something. You're worried about a vaccine or you're worried about uh, someone, you know, telling you to wear a mask. Well, and on on that note of like being privileged and having people give shit to you and still complaining about it. Uh, one of the, one of the other things I wanted to talk about this week is the news story that the Republican national committee is apparently paying Donald Trump's legal bills. And yeah, well, they're also suckers. So. I, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's like the, the stripper who's like paying to put a serial killer through traffic school or whatever, you know, but <laughs> It, it, oh my God. I mean, like we, we started the show talking about stand. Well, I don't know if it was the start somewhere in here. We were talking about stand out of the people's business, you know, but there are times when you do have to like step up and, and try and help someone. But then when they keep making the same mistake over and over and over and over, you just kind of got to like, all right, you know, these guys are, they, they are his bitch. And that is, that is, I, Yep, you know, I mean, it's it's on brand for the Republican Party these days to be Donald Trump's bitch. And if paying his legal bills isn't proof that he has and continues to make them his bitch, I don't know what is. But but also, just really quickly for me, um, all I'm saying is it just proves to you what their actual real values are, which is why I always and shall always bulk against as fascist as I am. I will never be a Republican. I'll be a fascist before I'll be a Republican. I'll straight up tell you that brother, because the when they, you see what their actual values are. Is all I'm saying. I hate when people go like, well, Trump is a special type of Republican that just showed up and blah, blah, blah. It's some, like it's some new mutation, this new Delta variant of Republicanism. It is not. It's the base. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. The slave-catching base of it is his ideals. And the people who have been walking around with their gray Reed Richard sideburns like Mitt Romney and, and even stupid list shot my dad shot somebody's face off Cheney, <laughs> the emperor's daughter, Leia Organa, there's no way that these people, these business, I'm a businessman. That is not Republicanism. It is not. It is not. No, this but that's how they've been able to sell it to people. I, I know, but this, this social conservatism, this shit on minorities for trying to have the exact same stuff you have. It's, mentality is is Republicanism, period. And that other shit is some Alex P. Keaton wash job. 
that they've been doing for 30 years. Well, it's but it's like when you is- when you see a commercial for like a, a highly sugared cereal and they, you know, they part of this nutritious breakfast. It's like, yeah, but it's not the nutritious part. Everything else. <laughs> That's the nutritious. Like just because you're standing with them doesn't make you part of the team. It's it's not how yeah. it's supposed to work, but it is exactly how it works. Yeah. America. Well, speaking of my conundrum that we'll close on tomorrow night, as I, I mentioned towards the beginning of the show, when we were talking about cooking tomorrow is the first night of Hanukkah. And it is also the Hollywood Christmas Parade. And I can't decide whether that means we are still running this town or we are totally not running this town at all. Because, you know, it's like I have I have tried to get to shows like comedy shows or see bands and stuff, not knowing when the Christmas parade is because generally not relevant to my life. You know, chew. <laughs> And so it has comes out loose. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so like the Christmas parade has fucked me over in years past. So I don't know if like, hey, first night of Hanukkah, stay home, make latkes, light the menorah. You know, if if that's like, yep, it's Bashirt, as the Jews say, like meant to be, you know, fuck it. Let the Goyim have the streets. We're going to be at home doing our thing. Or or if it's, you know, the, the vast war on Hanukkah uh, <laughs> rearing its ugly head again. Yeah. Oh, first See, night of your holiday? We'll show you. Well, far be it from me to, to suggest what the Jewish people need. But <laughs> what you definitely need a Bill O'Reilly to come to your defense right now. So I'm just... <laughs> Punches ladies in the face, doesn't give a damn guy that's going to tell it like it is and talk about the war on Hanukkah. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you definitely need that. Maybe Al, uh, Alan Dershowitz could be his right hand man. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Dershowitz is a Republican. He's an idiot. Uh, yeah, hey, but now, this. We're trying to solve this particular issue. <laughs> See, politics make for strange bedfellows, dear. You, you sleep with a fascist. <laughs> you should know this. Uh, so. <laughs> It's it's really it's really serious business out here with these you know any of me my enemy is my friend I'll team up with all the scorpions if we got to have a fight with the snakes you know what I mean so that that's what it is so yeah Alan Dershowitz would be his anger translator uh, he's got to be he's yeah he can't he can't work in Hollywood either because the Republican base won't like that they'll think he's an elite so yeah, oh, we got to work this out speaking speaking of I think that something just a a good note to end on is I've noticed a lot of stories in the entertainment news in the past week, a couple weeks maybe, but about actors who are leaving shows because of vaccine mandates. Yeah. Especially a couple soap opera actors, the two of whom, one of whom I knew was an idiot and one of whom I expected better from. Well, well, them Emilio Estevez uh, ice cube. Yeah. Oh, my God. I see turned down $9 million to work with um, Jack, Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't want to get vaccinated. I'm like, yeah. where do you think else he's going to go? Where else do you think he's going to go? I, right. you know, Nobody will work with you. It's, it's no unvaccinated movie set. It doesn't exist. It's, it's the no. dream, dream movie poster I've been waiting to see. Ice Cube and Scott Baio in... <laughs> 
Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I, dude, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, uh, uh, Kevin Sorbo, and uh, what's that other dude? Clean. What's that? Antonio Sabato Jr. Yeah, really. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It sounds like the guest list from back when I worked at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> Is Woods revenge? <laughs> What's what's the guy Woods? Uh, what's the guy? Last James name? Oh, Woods. James Woods. Yeah, James, James, James yeah. Woods is the commissioner that they come to, and they're just like, these people are too liberal in the streets. Damn it, McGarnacle! You know that, that guy who tells them that he's gonna take away the badge and shit. That's James Woods, and and the guy with the sports car. That's Antonio Sabato Jr. And then Scott Bayo is like the comic relief character that handles all those evidence room stuff. John Voight too, right? Yeah, John Voight. Oh, dude, John Voight's the villain. And he's playing a liberal, and he's like chewing the scenery. He's just like, "Oh, I'm transitioning," and he's saying all this liberal stuff. And yeah, dude, oh man, this is a good movie, guys. And then, do this. And then the sequel, Kirk Cameron gets teamed up, like his partner gets killed, and he has to team up with a banana to find out who. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking you're going to say that he tags the teams up with a cucumber so they could be Christian vegetarian. <laughs> It's like a multiverse crossover. (laughs) It's like the Marvel Universe for people who suck. Yeah, dude. I think we got a new episode of Reboot It. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't know what... uh, And Kevin Sorbo plays the mayor. And he's the mayor, mayor, right? And then then when the the liberals are getting too out of hand and and the Delta Force guys led by Antonio Sabato Jr. and Scott Bayo are in some adventure, he goes, damn it, man. It's, I'm tired of politics as usual. And he rips off his shirt and he's all riffling and buff. And he joins the fight physically. Boom. Act three turn. That's what happens. Uh, well, I don't. I, I actually, I was looking at my notes. And one last thing. Feel like I'm going to go all Peter Falk on you. Uh, one more thing. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't want to you know call myself nostradamus or anything here but years ago when flash mobs started mm-hmm. i said no good will come of this and <laughs> and like the big trend in crime this week has been these like flash mob shoplifting swarms that so go bizarre. into high-end department stores well no 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 same way you get a like you know a hundred morons to dance in Union Square. <laughs> it's I. These are your look. They they're getting flash mobs, and I, and you can go back to when Black Lives Matter said, "Hey, defund the police." No, we need to change things. You don't like because when you take away the tools to control crime, okay, that they that, that they need to bust these dudes. Because remember, the guy who's leading them is probably about a thirty-five-year-old dude. Who's telling? I mean, if you've ever seen kids really be into gangs and whatnot and following the message, that's how you mm-hmm. get eighty people to do that. That they mm-hmm. would rather go to jail than go to school. And this guy is leading the pathway and getting them to go in. They they just did Home Depot and took sledgehammers and, <laughs> and crowbars. See, that's the one. That one like makes sense. Like you get a bunch of people running out of a store with crowbars, hammers, and axes. Like you fucking let them run. <laughs> right, but no, they, they they will card you at the at the at the. Uh, if you go to the to to get uh, uh, spray paint, you'll get carded. But you don't card the guy who's got the crowbar and the and the sledgehammer. Right. You know, this is the dude you need to be watching. 
You know, because mm-hmm. he's going to tear up some shit, but they, that's not how they do it. Well, that's why and you're so not seeing like, these these flash mobs hitting Costco because they'd all get stuck at the door while their receipts were being checked. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking bottleneck there. Out of him <laughs> because they saw, they showed the guys running out of Home Depot with the crowbar and them cats was getting out of the way because you don't see guys Damn right. going in to get a sledgehammer. <laughs> but I, I'm saying the fact that when you cut down on crime, you saw what LAPD did. They just gave LAPD $235 million because who were they robbing? They started robbing the white folks in the rich name, the Grove. You hit the Grove? <laughs> crazy? Yeah. So you're like, dude, I don't know what you're going to do, but you need to go into And there it goes. Crime pays. As I've always said, crime pays. It's getting ready to pay you might as well rob the rich. I've never understood criminals who target people in their own neighborhoods. Yeah, as far as robbing yeah. goes. Well, yeah. hey, it's fun. like why? Why would you do crimes where people you know who you are? Right. And what was yeah. it, what movie was it? Was why do you rob banks? Because that's where the money is. It you know that's that's why you rob rich people. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know like I said, I know exactly why. They don't rob rich people because rich people got hella security. Well, and when you just when you driving your broke ass around rich people, I done got lost in Beverly Hills. I'm telling you, I have been lost in the actual hills. I'm talking about wolves, you know, wolf whist, wolf calls in the Coyotes. distance, that weird whippoorwill that happens after midnight, <laughs> the mist that comes up. You think you're gonna turn into a fucking werewolf? <laughs> that t- that time of evening, lost in the woods. When I got lost in Beverly Hills, it hit my chest and my balls harder <laughs> than being in the fucking woods. Because I knew that they could tell from my car that I was not supposed to be there. And all of a sudden, it's a bunch of extracurricular interrogation and show me your papers and all this shit. So that's all I'm saying. It's like, like they know your ass ain't supposed to be up there. You would have to rent, a, you'd have to steal a Mercedes, uh, pay Rick Baker to whiten your skin or whatever the fuck and do a bunch of machinations just to be comfortable in a rich people neighborhood to be able to case it. You'd have to go up right. there as a goddamn gardener or some shit. You have to get a job as a gardener for six months to be, you know, not reckon it to be, to blend it to the background the way you need to, to rob rich people. You know what I'm saying? You have to masquerade as a bush for eight months before you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, that's why, that's why, but I do get you guys sentiment. I'm not saying I don't. But yeah, we we should be doing that. Yeah, but and you know you know why they call them uh, flash mob robberies because because the name doorbusters was already taken. <laughs> 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 and on that note, uh, I do want to thank you guys for being here. It is always great <laughs> to have you on the panel. And today, no different. Wish you uh, happy leftovers. Yeah, in the spirit of the holiday, I am thankful that the three of you uh, were on the panel today. Mr. Ed Greer, should you desire for people to catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in the coming days, weeks, and months, what should they do? Um, well, they should check out my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the greatest pod. That would be really great if they wanted to throw some shekels down on that. Because we do all these uh, premium extra content. I just recorded the uh, one yesterday. And uh, we have, uh, you know, Rebooted is still there. Uh, one of our, you know, main people from Rebooted kind of 
a lot of bad stuff happened to him all in a row. <laughs> and then mm. one of our other people that rebooted a bunch of good stuff happened to him in a row. So we haven't made too many new episodes, but those old ones are still there. So watch us reboot the X-Men, Star Wars, <clears throat> all your favorites. And please do listen <clears throat> to the free, absolutely free version of The Greatest Pod that is available on all podcatchers, even the weird <clears throat> ones like Spreaker and Deeker and all that jazz. We're on Apple Podcasts all the way down to Spreaker and Blitzen and all that shit. So there you go. That's my oh, that's my spiel. And please uh, follow me on Instagram at Edgar Destroys. I do art and jazz on there, and I would really like people to look at some of the stuff I'm doing right now. That's pretty good. It's good stuff. Check it out. Thank you again for being with us. Awesome <laughs> time. Clee Wiggins, always great to have you with us. Uh, thank you for that. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Um, I just encourage everybody to watch the movie Trivia Showdown. It's super fun if you have any interest. Even if you're just a casual viewer of movies, it's so fun to watch people nerd out and uh, try to outdo each other with their movie knowledge. And I hopefully I'll be back again next season. Also follow me on Twitter at Clee Dep- oh, no, at just at Clee Wiggins now. On Twitter and at Clee Wiggins SF on Instagram where uh, Twitter, I mostly post dumb stuff, and Instagram, I mostly post pictures of food. So, All all good reasons. I, uh, I can't get banned from Facebook, so you might not want to join people. You got banned from Facebook? I did catch a three-day three ban for calling somebody a plague rat on Facebook. Wow. <laughs> Well, we look forward to your return, both to Facebook and the show. Thanks. Thanks for being with us today. Mr. Time and Chip, always a pleasure to have you with us. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, Time and Chip at Twitter. Time and Chip at uh, Instagram. Time and Chip at Facebook. And you can get get my book, My East St. Louis, on Amazon.com. As well as you can get my comedy CD, uh, Universal Brother, on Spotify and CD Baby. Excellent. So it is the gift-giving season, folks. Uh, Great time to help support your local artists. And, you know, like we said at the beginning, or somewhere in the middle, whenever we said it, it is Small Business Saturday. So uh, how much smaller can a business be than a one-man operation? Yeah. I guess it could be a one small man operation, but that's, you know, <laughs> splitting hairs. So don't do that. Uh, just uh, buy stuff and uh, quality book, quality comedy. Lovely gifts. So do that. Uh, thanks again for being here, Time and Me. I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the socials, not on Instagram that often, but when I am, I am the Dr. Robinson. On the Facebook, I am Dr. David. Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well. On Facebook, all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the ease and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, so seasonal, but as always, I do want to thank you for listening. Um... We would probably do it anyway, but it is nice to know that there are people out there hearing it and, and you are that people. So thanks for just 
being you. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even the platforms where you're not, if you got the time and inclination. And if you didn't like what you heard, Sorry to hear that. Not sure why you stuck around, but thanks for doing that. Make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. Everyone's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. We will We will actually, yes, we will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.